everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Everything is so dumb, 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 Welcome to the blurst year. Ah, damn it. I fucked it up right out the jump. I am so sorry. Close. The worst year never. The end of the not worst year ever, but going into the worst year ever. Yeah. And ultimately, welcome to the very last episode of 2019 of the worst year ever. That means that we are actually entering the worst year ever. Thank you, Katie. Five times over, babies. We're gonna do it. It's coming, and we are doing it. Mm -hmm. Diving right in. Um, look, listen. We're here. We're talking to you. We're recording our voices. We are doing something different this week. Uh, we're answering your questions. Mm-hmm. That's right. Like we did last week. And we're not doing different things these weeks because they require slightly less research on our end. And it's the holidays and we have lives, too. That's not um, why we're doing it. No. As pod- yeah, we, we, we're, we don't get to have lives. We, our life is just, is just informing and entertaining you. Mm-hmm. That's, That's not what we're doing. Right. This isn't a really easy way for us to end the year. This is hard. In, yeah. This it's, is it's, hard you know, work. It's like when 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 a TV show does a clip show, and that's always the most effortful episode they put out. They mm-hmm. had to pick those clips. They got to. They, they had to pick those clips. They had to edit it. They had to film twenty minutes of Riker kind of in a sick bed. You, you got to pick a theme for each section where Absolutely. you go to the clips. So come on. Don't think that we're just skating on into Christmas mm-hmm. here. But now here's five minutes of us talking about Joe Biden months ago. 
Just uh, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, Can we get some time machine noises for that, Cody? No, 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 no. I'm no. not going to do it. He's going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to save them all up for later. There might be a, ti- there might be a time be machine question in here. And, and, and if yes, you may use your sound effects. Thank means you. there is one. Yeah. Sophie compiled the questions. She did not edit these questions. These are your questions straight fans. from the people. You, the people. We, the people. Everyone's just and looking if, at me, so I'm going to keep rambling. Us, the people. <laughs> I mean, do you if we didn't answer one of your questions, I think I speak for all of us when I say, please take it as a personal yeah. insult. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We saw it and we decided not to answer yeah, it. Yeah, we have a, there's a yeah. bad pile. There's yeah. a whole document and it, it, of and, uh, jerks and nerds. Depends on if you've been naughty or nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, and uh, our, our, our decision not to answer that question was not based on the question. It was based on your personal characteristics as a human right. being. Yeah. If we, your question yeah. doesn't get asked, it's because my dog doesn't like you. That's right. Yeah. Wow. 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 Uh, Anderson Powerful. Wow. Barked yes or no. Yeah. She used her paws and copy and pasted them into a Google Doc, mm-hmm. and these are the questions that were chosen. So I just realized we didn't introduce ourselves. Poppy and paste. Oh, yeah. oh, Cody. I Should know. We? I'm very tired. That's Cody. Hi, I'm Cody Johnston. I'm Katie. Stole. And I'm Robert. And, and the, this introduction has gone on far too long. Absolutely, mm. far too. But long. real quick, that other sweet voice you hear is Sophie. And Anderson. And Anderson. And Anderson. Anderson the dog. Um, just in case you also, were Also, shout unclear. out to the fan that was like, I just learned that Anderson was a dog. I thought that that was just like a really silent engineer that left it. That I, thank you. It's true, though. She is. Anderson's a real person. Yeah. Stealing credit. She's my favorite. Daniel. Daniel is our engineer, and he's wonderful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hi, Daniel. Aw. Should mm-hmm. we dive in and answer some questions? Okay. Do you want yep. like a, 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 har- a, Give har- a Let's get an easy one. Let's easy one? Easy no. fun one? All right. Let's, I guess. Sorry, Robert, I answered faster. Uh, yeah, okay. You did. you did. Okay, at Sir Brentsworth says, if you could Jesus. each own... <laughs> I made sure to keep everyone's handles in here because some of them were wonderful. Hell yeah. Uh, says, uh, if you could each only pick one guest to have on the pod, who would it be? Bernard um, Montgomery Sanders. Sure, yeah. John Lennon? <laughs> John Lennon, uh, Peter Fauntleroy, Paul Montgomery, Aloysius, um, I might want like a like a Dave Rubin. Yeah, I'm I'm actually conflicted between uh, that category of like I just want yeah. to talk to this person and really like get them to answer my questions <laughs> or at least get them to dodge them or like yeah uh, I'd love to have. Bernie on and talking to him, Elizabeth Warren. I, I have a lot of guests, you know, um, but also like the really, wall, the Jacob Walls of yeah. the world. Yeah, that's another. Robert thing. can't be in the same room as him. <laughs> I, I would like to talk to Barack Obama, um, Me too. and I have some mm. very ugly questions I would like to ask him. I want to ask him uh, first off why he backed down on recognizing the Armenian genocide after campaigning that he would recognize the Armenian genocide. Sure. I'd like to ask him um, how he feels about his failure to intervene in Syria, given the role it played in the rise of the global far right and the hundreds of thousands of dead that resulted from inaction. Um, I have a lot of ugly questions I'd like to ask Barack Obama. Um, I don't even need to record them. Um, I just want to sit in front of him as someone who voted for him twice and express my disappointment in very detailed uh, and, and a lengthy 
fashion and have him answer for it. That would be cathartic. Well, Robert answered the question really well. I'd ask him uh, for his summer jam suggestions. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to ask him for his summer jam suggestions. Absolutely. He's going to post it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you want you want like the real real shit. You want it like. And that would be the first question I'd ask Kissinger, too. What are your summer jams, Henry? I think it's a really universal way to dig in and get to know someone. Talk to us about mm-hmm. your summer jams. Oops, we're out of time. Yeah. <laughs> this has been great. I think it, I think it's really true to the show that uh, Robert's answer was four times longer than both of yours. Yeah, and um, mine was John Lennon. Yeah, no, I changed it. <laughs> Moving on. Katie, Katie just wants a chance to shoot him again. I'm dying for that. It's like the biggest <laughs> missed opportunity in my life. I can't believe it happened before I was born. Wow. Moving on. At Davy Nolsey. Brave choice. Nice. Uh. Do you think America would be better off with more multi-party system than two-party? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think there, <laughs> I think there might what be. I think that there might be th- other problems with it, but I, I don't know that that could happen with our system being arranged the way it is, with like the the electoral college and everything kind of working the way it is. I don't know that it's possible for there to be yeah that transition would be hard there's an element a lot of the like in this in this hypothetical our system is completely different well yeah like one thing i think that is uh one of the more interesting things about our where we're at is that like america in in a lot of people's minds is like we did it we came up with the best idea for a government and we Mm -hmm. did it we're the ones we we invented democracy and government um, and then, uh, like centuries went by, and and uh, tweaks were made by other nations, and uh, we were so entrenched in like what we have built over the many, 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 many years that it's really hard to be like, oh no, they had a better idea. There's their idea is yeah. a little better than ours, so maybe we could do that. Um, so yeah, I don't know if we can ever yeah. do that. I think maybe like if we had like a first past the post. Um... Or not first uh, rank uh, choice, uh, what is it? like r- rank choice. Yeah, yeah there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff can, that can be done. Yeah, um, we've talked about it on on our. We certainly uh, have video show. even more news. The O, also even more to news. answer that <laughs> question, we have a whole like, episode about that specifically. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I do think it, if we had a country wherein our political system allowed for there to be multiple influential parties, um, I think we would be a healthier nation. But I don't think it's. I think you would have to fundamentally change the way voting works before we could really have that here. Honestly, that sounds exhausting. Yeah. Let's just keep doing everything the same way because mm. it works really well. <laughs> no issues. No notes. Next question from at Pat Ormsby 17. Sorry if I say mm. anybody's name Nailed it. wrong. Killing it. Who isn't running in the election, but you wish they were? Yeah, that's... An interesting question. Because it's, be- uh, it's Katie like- stole. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's what I was getting at. Uh, no. Um, we'll, we'll list some names. I, I'll say the caveat of it's hard because because it's like yeah, there was a time you know like and everybody wanted Warren to run or when what's his fuck Beto. People mm. all wanted Beto to run, and then once they start to run, 
it's not until they start to run that you see what they where they actually stand on stuff and see right. how they hold I up in the process. I never wanted Beto to run. You never wanted Beto. <laughs> I didn't either. Well, but, but a lot of people in that. But, uh, uh, but. I don't necessarily mean people here. The universal you. So it's difficult yeah. um, until you you see them in the race. Do you start to understand who they are as a candidate and as a potential yeah. president? Um, I, I mean, there was a time I was like, I would love to see Stacey. Well, Stacey Abrams needs more. Uh, needs to be seasoned and be in office i think mm. but like i really mm-hmm. like her i i've i really want i want mark zuckerberg to run no um, I, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I he was preparing oh, to do yeah. it he hired uh God. people from obama and bush too yeah right after um, the election and he was very he was gearing up for it he was doing his like tour around america eating uh eating meals with folks Taking taking pictures by a bunch of cows and stuff, and walking around uh, cornfields. Yeah, and then just like story <laughs> after story Mark. started to come out, and it became clear like maybe this isn't right for you, Mark. Um, and he sort of like <laughs> faded back. Um, Did you make a video at crack? Yeah, I I wish he kept going. I really wanted to run for president. I think yeah. it'd be a huge disaster for him. Um, I think we'd find out even more about him. Um, I think that he oh, would man. get knocked down quite a few pegs. And uh, maybe he'd, yeah. he'd come come out um, a better man. I don't know. I think uh, a Zuckerberg candidacy would be a boon I, I, to everybody involved. Playing with yeah, fire. Without I, I, wish. I don't even care about him having being a better man. I just want him to have a horrible year. It would be really um, bad for yeah. him. He would. He would. It would be a disaster. But it would then be a beautiful disaster. jokes on you, and he accidentally <laughs> wins. Well, well, that's no. the other thing, right? No, Donald Trump. There was always the chance. The, like the worry that he would win because you could see his ability to connect to the people he connected with. Like from the beginning, right. that was very obvious right. and very powerful. And the only question was how many people Mark Zuckerberg has never connected with a human being. <laughs> there is nobody. There's not even his yeah. wife. He is for nobody. Not even his wife. <laughs> not even the dirt roads. Uh, he was, you know, traveling yeah. for his real America tour. I desperately hope at some point, like the advertising, uh, like the 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 like the mockups and shit for that campaign leak out, and we get to have <sighs> yeah. like, just a beautiful day. <laughs> oh, I want I want to see the Zuckerberg dance. I want to see all of it. <laughs> you just steal the oh. dance. It's beautiful. Oh it's God, so, yeah, that would so be so good. Somebody has a question my... that's kind of related to this. Oh it's... wait, but I didn't give my candidate. Uh, it's gonna be weird. So go Let's ahead. hear it, Robert. Yeah. Who is it? No, it's going to be good. I, I think I, I would like to see Tammy Duckworth win. I think okay. she's much more of a centrist than I am, uh, but I think she'd be a good vice presidential candidate. Sure. And uh, I think she's someone I'd like to see up on the debate stage against our current vice president. Yeah. Um, she's a, a a good good at like dealing with like like in in Congress and stuff. She's like good at holding people's feet for to the fire. Um, she has an unimpeachable record. Yeah. She's uh, in like like a war record. Yep, uh, war lost her legs of uh, piloting a, a helicopter in combat. I would love to see her up against our current vice president. Um, I think she would be a good uh, VP candidate uh, to somebody like Bernie Sanders. If you had to yeah. go with more of a centrist, hmm. um, I hmm. think she would be a, a good pick. She's for a smart... Sanders VP choice. Yeah. Um, I'll also say I don't know if she's a good pick. Well, okay, someday we'll see AOC run for president um yeah but katie porter i'm really blown away by her all the time she's i think really she's good. yeah she's a good badass uh 
Also, she's running for re-election, so that's a good campaign to donate to because you know that she's in a Republican oh, yeah. district. We'll talk about her yeah. next year, I'm sure. We a lot. talk yeah. about yeah. it. But while well, I'm just giving a quick Katie <laughs> yeah. Porter plug because she's my girl. All right. Yeah, yeah. Next question that's sort of follow-up question is from at Doug underscore B underscore Smith. Which member of the pod will run for office first? You can't run, Robert. Now, oh. is that just because of all of the felonies, Sophie? I will just say, yeah. ain't nothing in the rule book. What say a dog can't run for oh, office? Oh, that's true. So Anderson. Mm-hmm. She's looking at me like, what? <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, I don't know. Do you think you'd ever run, Cody? I'm probably the most likely to, but I don't know that I will. You're the most likely to. I you'd don't be think... a great president. Yeah, you would be. Uh, I don't want to be president, but I would be, I would run for Congress. Yeah. Maybe. It just sounds exhausting. And then, like, someone's going to go through my everything, and, you know, I'm easily embarrassed. <laughs> like, very <laughs> yeah, gotta... I get one uh, mean reply to a tweet, and, like, I'm, like, shaking inside, so I don't know. <laughs> um, you know I feel who like, you I are, feel like commenters. The, I feel like the current president has a similar reaction, though. Yeah, so, so we not don't want to see Not me. to compare you two, but... I would go the opposite direction, just saying really nice things to everybody, mm-hmm. trying to get everybody oh, to sorry. like me. Yeah. yeah, that's not an asset in politics. No, it isn't. Uh, I've thought about it. I, yeah, I think Cody could do the job. I think you could run for Congress. I, 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 I I've considered running for sheriff. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll all form our own party mm-hmm. someday. Well, one, one yeah. day... Uh, will have worked hard to get the system to change so that uh, each representative can be three people. Yep. Yeah. So as it should you, be. That run as a group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We collectively want to run as president. And we one of our promises is that one of us will be too wasted to stand at any given point and in time. And we know which one it is. And that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why uh, one of us, asterisk. <laughs> The same American one. relations with decided. Ireland hit their highest peak. Like, Ireland and Australia will be will be doing great with. <laughs> All right, friends from um, at cube underscore three underscore three. Brave choice, uh, Katie. <laughs> good luck with the many fires. Thank you, <laughs> uh, All right. Robert. Why do you no longer mention Doritos? I just don't think it's funny anymore. It it was funny for a while, and we had a good laugh, and then I got tired of doing it. You don't want to. It's like why I've changed up the intros now. If you keep yeah. doing the exact same joke forever, mm. eventually it gets tiring. Uh, which is why The Simpsons has managed to stay relevant for thirty straight years, and mm. is such a a consistent the uh, caliber is not, masterpiece. It's yeah. not yeah. dipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because I, they. <laughs> I still enjoy I a Dorito, though. That. I'll Me say too. that Doritos are good. Oh yeah, yeah. Just not gonna. I, you know, and I, I feel like I brushed right past that fire comment. I, I, I want you to know, I really appreciate your well wishes. Yeah, because it's going to be a year of this. Three. Cube underscore three mm-hmm. underscore three. Um, yeah, it means a lot. I will be thinking of it with every fire that I encounter in the worst year ever. You would. Think, I'm going to light a lot and more fires. Be a lot. Like, <laughs> and I also probably won't be the one to rent the Airbnb in the future, just in case. Word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you would think the next question on this thing would be for Cody, but it's not. It's for Anderson. I understand. <laughs> it says to Anderson, be careful with the constant barrage of carbs being thrown around you. Anderson, any comments? No, but she's wearing a cute sweater. She's she wearing a cute sweater. Yeah. Okay, She's now, always wearing a cute sweater. Now, Cody, your time machine noise is accurate. 
Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Don't listen to that Finally. question. No, Cody. Who is this person? That was a Q naughty same person. That the was same a person you just thanked. Oh, Q. Q. They've got it figured out. Q. They, get, they know what's I, up. I want to try and crowdsource this from our wonderful audience. Someone must have the video editing knowledge to to re-edit the first clip in Back to the Future when the DeLorean God. travels into the past and just just you know switch up switch up the sound a little bit. I don't, I don't unleashing? think you would notice. I don't think anyone would notice. It's no, it be, would be the same. You'd be like, oh, that's the original Back to the Future film. Daniel's wagging his eyebrows suggestively. <laughs> <laughs> what a nauseating Christmas suggestion you've put out to the world, Robert. Happy holidays. Okay. Happy holidays. At underscore N underscore E underscore S underscore underscore. Jesus Christ. Hell yeah. <laughs> Says, I think the question that I can't shake is what do we do? Or what happens if Trump loses and just refuses to recognize the election? Oof. We got that. We got a variation of that question a lot. Mm. Yeah, that seems to be something everybody's afraid of. Um, this is weird because <laughs> I have a theory. Obviously, this is like <laughs> I have a theory too. Uh, it sounds like something uh, too sci-fi or dystopian to happen, but it, that's what I felt. Mm. Every day of the last three years. Yeah. Like, how is this possible? So, Mm -hmm. four years ago, I'd be like, what a silly thing to ask. Mm. How dare you? What a silly thing that would never happen here in America. Mm -hmm. Um, What... What do we do or what happens if Trump? Can I give my theory? Sure. Do you know that that Geico commercial? I think it's Geico where, the, where there's the old with man. With the gecko? No, no, not with the gecko. With the old man is like, I got a dollar on the stick. Mm-mm. It's like he has a stick. He has a stick and he's got uh, like a fishing pole stick and there's like a dollar bill. He's like, I got your dollar. I got your dollar. And like w- walks away and like weans somebody in and out. Anyone? Anyone? Nope, never no. seen it. No. I mean, I, I you've mm-hmm. painted a, a image. I get that. You just put a Big Mac idea, on yeah. the stick, mm-hmm. and then you're like and lure him away. And lure it's not him a bad away. idea. Like a, like a bag of cold Big Macs. A bag of cold Big Macs, and they're like, mm-hmm. I got, I got your cholesterol. I got your cholesterol. <laughs> That's my theory. Got your breakfast. Oof. Well, um, I think it also this question, the answer to it hinges on whether or not we take back the Senate, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. Yes. Once he's in office. If, if I mean, like, if we have control, uh, there's a lot more that we can do. And if we don't, then. Well, you imagine that there would be some sort of protest about it. That would be. You a imagine. Little, How, that would be a little more. Um, than what we've been doing. A, a little more and than w- not to diminish protests that have happened. I would fly to D.C. On, but like, in like March. You Im- yeah. The kind of the kind of impromptu like the. I keep thinking of the uh, the you Muslim a, ban a, yeah. uh, protest, which was like a real like this just happened. We're gonna go here and do we're something do, about we it. We have to go shut things mm-hmm. down um, in a big way. Yeah, as opposed to like we're gonna march for science and, and we're gonna you know like it was, a, it was a real it was the real deal. Yeah. So here's the thing: what if there's those protests and the yeah, police respond exactly. with the kind of violence that has become very common? Robert, the police, police don't like I've... Donald Trump. They don't support Donald Trump. Yeah. What are you talking about? The police don't protect that kind of. Th- yeah, there's a world what? where this becomes. Hey, hey, now riots. Crazy. I I don't. And, I would. I, I don't like to advocate I, for violence or something like that. I'd want to <clears throat> to be peaceful as possible and all. I don't that. advocate for violence, but I will advocate for. Um, you know, there's two kind of responses you can take, which is uh, hope things work out, mm. 
hope the military hope that if he does try something like you know the military and our our state agencies are strong enough to stop that from happening mm-hmm. and they don't side with him um so that's one option is vote and hope and the other option is organize within your neighborhoods and your communities in this year or so that we have left build connections with people um get some basic training and equipment in uh first aid uh and consider uh, exercising your Second Amendment rights to own firearms, uh, body armor, and the other things that you're allowed to buy as an American citizen. Yeah. That, I, that, that's another option. I was going to say, yeah, like, I certainly don't hope for violence or condone it, or do I think that I would be seeking it out in this situation? But no. sooner or later, if if if, if, if the worst-case scenario happens... If the Big Macs if, don't work. If the Big, Big Macs, Macs don't work. do not work... <laughs> Um, I, I see that as something that might happen, which is wild. Um, and we're going to take back the Senate though. So it's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. In Virginia right now, uh, there's like rumors, not even like attempts at passing moderate gun control, uh, and militias are forming, uh, with the backing of local police. Yeah, so, I mean, there was that yeah. story like a couple of months ago about, uh, those, le- what the legislators in Oregon, was it? That yeah, like yeah, hid. yeah. Who like left the state and hid with a militia? Yeah, there it's yeah. There oh, are right. like there are things in place that um would make that event go poorly. Yeah. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> um, I have another question for you guys. Great, but first, cool. Should we talk about products and guess. services like an ad? I break? guess. I, I do love a product and a service. I will use this opportunity to go get tamales out of the oven. And right. I will use this opportunity to use the bathroom. I will oh. use this opportunity to, to listen to the great products and services being offered to <laughs> me and everybody listening. I everybody will, stopped listening to you right now. Wow. <laughs> well, I will pet Anderson while everyone does okay. that. And add Tamales. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Right, and we're back. Anderson is uh, loved. Uh, Katie is no longer in need of peeing. Listen, the only thing better than products and services is the feeling of peeing when you really have to pee. Robert is. Can I get an amen? Amen. Thank Robert you. is enjoying uh, some delicious tamales, and Cody just bought everything. Yep. So. Uh, on, they're on the way. They're deliverables, I assume. Yes, yes, of course. Moving on. <laughs> At Traveler3906 wrote. Scale of 1 to 10, how much do you believe Trump is playing the fool while conducting an organized crime ring? Hmm. Scale of 1 to 10. 3. Yeah. 4, maybe. I think a 1. I don't think Trump is emotionally capable of pretending to be incompetent. No, but I think he might be some sort of like pathological liar that can believe things, you know, like tells himself something and then believes it to some level. Yeah, I mean, I think I just think he kind of leans into some stuff because uh, he's a silly man, um, right? And he's a, he's a dummy and uh, he's incurious. But all, like all the stuff in terms of the stuff he believes, I think he believes all that. Like his mm-hmm. brain yeah. is made of rotten oatmeal. He believes all. What I think he, he is like his conspiracy theory stuff. A, like, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, but in terms of like everything he's, that he's oh. doing and conducting an organized crime ring, he wouldn't think of it as an organized crime ring. No, it's all impulse, I think, for him, um, for the most part. Yeah, and just self interest. Okay, Robert, this one's for you. It's from at Saint underscore Humph. Great, great handle. Mm-hmm. Robert said something about how he used to be conservative. Like to hear more about that transformation, Robert. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I grew up in Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, my family are, they're, you know, r- moderately religious, but I would say more than anything growing up, my family's religion was conservatism. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like the primary topic of discussion when my family got together. Rush Limbaugh was always on, Michael Savage, those sorts of guys. Uh, Fox News was the only news that was ever really on. My parents were huge supporters of the Iraq War, uh, of the war in Afghanistan. Um, there was a long time where I was preparing to join the military. 
Um, and I probably would have if it wasn't for a combination of uh, online video games and drugs. Uh, <laughs> the online video games started like introducing me to other people, and then I moved away to college, and I met a bunch of other people. I was actually studying uh, criminal justice for a career in like, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do like law enforcement or like join the military after graduating as an wow. officer. So I was doing like ROTC and stuff. Um, so it was, uh, uh, it was like I started to meet new people and like people who weren't white and hadn't grown up, um, you know, in, in the places that I'd grown up in the community that I'd grown up in. Um, my family was pretty poor when I was a kid, but my extended family was doing a lot better. So like we always had that sort of like family support. So it wasn't as obvious to me as a kid, kind of the lack of, of support that exists on an institutional level for the poor in this country and mm -hmm. meeting people who had had to deal with that. Um, you know, when I moved away to uh, uh, college, uh, the first girl I dated was Native American. And that really keyed me in on some shit that I had not been uh, aware of. And, uh, you know, then after my first year in college is when I really started doing a shitload of drugs. And um, number one, that guaranteed for me that I wasn't going to join sure. the military and I wasn't going to go be a police officer because then I would have to stop doing drugs. Um, but there was also this like probably a two, two, three year period of tripping every week, sometimes twice a week, that was um, really influential in and like the things that I read and watched and the conversations I had during those experiences uh, changed me pretty fundamentally. And kind of by the end of that, uh, it was just sort of like a, a further and further tilt out to the fringes mm -hmm. of, of, of politics. So uh, that's that's the 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 story. Um, I want to see a picture of you, a young Robert Evans. I'm curious. Gangly. You don't. Yes, I do. I do. I do. Yeah. We're going to be tweeting a picture you of young don't. Robert Evans. Mm -hmm. Hashtag find under the no Robert circumstances. For under ADC. no circumstances. Hashtag There's a picture of me in my mid twenties, shirtless in a skirt, beating my best friend with a uh, dead fish. Um, I mean, but, I'll see that, but, that but I need well to see something. Like we need. We need. I need like eighteen. We need before. We need a few years before that. We Why need... does that photo exist? Why do you think we had a fish fight? <laughs> Classic. Yeah, they're I mean, in a fish fight, they're Sophie. They're in a fish fight. Unbelievable. <laughs> My bad, guys. Thank you. Rude. My bad. Rude. Uh, uh, do I have time to tell you? Never mind. You oh, no, tell. You had a, got a fish fight story? Sort of, yeah. Okay, so every summer we would go to this... Uh, go camping or to these cabins with my, my parents' best friends from college and they have kids our age, blah, blah, blah. One year my dad did something terrible and he hid a fish in the back seat of their big RV, their big camper. Oh, no. And oh, on the way yeah. home, it was smelling so bad that they pulled over on the side of the road and Robert, the father, uh, unpacked the entire car looking for the f whatever it was, uh, finally found it, and it was war. Um, and so then at Christmas, when they came over for our, our annual Christmas party, they hid a fish in like a clear <laughs> head. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. And we took so long to find that little fucker. So anyway, that's what a great story. Yeah. We've that's all a, got fish, fish fight, fight stories. Yeah. Fight stories. I, I, love I love stories that. of people hiding dead things. And uh, I, I think the best one I've heard is you take the, the, the shower curtain rod and you open it and you put pieces no. of chopped up shrimp that is oh. Oh. <laughs> so you, you're evil. a veteran of many fish fights <laughs> nobody Whoa. checks the curtain nobody rod checks or the, why would you think that rod. that's, yeah. some, that's exactly. some sadistic shit holy shit uh, i guess you could hide a lot of things in a c curtain rod that's a good idea yeah. you can 
I don't because but I'm you telling could. this story. Yeah, why would Did anybody you else think of a person that they'd like to do that to? When that happened or just me? Sure. No, I didn't, but now <laughs> I am. It'd be really hard to get access to like Laura Loomer's house though. Mm. Uh, I bet it wouldn't. <laughs> I'll just wait till she's staging a protest outside Nancy Pelosi's and then tiptoe into her yeah. studio apartment. Okay, serious, que- serious question, everyone. Great. Serious question. Mm-hmm. At CJE Skew writes, how many pumps for two creams? Two. Uh, two, two, yeah, because it's one pump, one well, cream. Well, you know what? It depends yeah. on how congealed and old the, the cream is. No, you know? no, no, no. Well, you might not get a full cream out of a pump if it's old and, and gloopy, but. Look, I don't know. I, I mean, I think we're all sort of, we all have this general goal of uh, egalitarian, egalitarianism yeah. and equality, and I think that we yeah. can ad- admit and understand that there's one pump and you get one cream. You need two, yeah. you do two. Mm-hmm. You need three, you do three. Okay. You need four, hold your horses. You hold your horses is four. Okay. It's a, it's well, a I very say simple. That's where you want to hold off. You don't want to. You can do four. You can do five. Do you want six creams? <laughs> Easy six. there. You do six pumps. Oh, we're See, talking about what's, the ma- what's the max cream you want? You want 11 creams? You do 11 pumps. 11 Fair. creams. Do you have any room for anything else in that? <laughs> More creams. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Which would require more pumps, I think, as we've... I feel like we've... An equal amount of pumps to the amount of creams. Exactly. It's a simple one-to-one yeah. ratio. Yeah. It, the important thing about ideology is that you need some axioms mm-hmm. that are true, even if they aren't literally true. So, yeah, maybe the cream congeals. Maybe you don't get out as much per pump as, as you need to say you get out. But right. what's important is the belief. Right. You can unite people behind a belief like one pump, one cream. Okay. Yeah. Robert's Texas accent came out when he said, you can reunite. <laughs> um, and if any of you <laughs> guys are <laughs> listening to this yeah. show that have not listened to all of our episodes of Behind the Bastards, I'm sorry, I'm not going to explain what this is about. Nope. In their I, hearts, they you know. You know, yeah. If you hear, if you hear yeah. one pump, I one cream, you know what we're talking about. You can put it together. Yeah. Uh, moving, mo- moving to the next one. This is Got one of my. Mate. This is one of my favorite handles. Is High Queen, by Queen. Yes, yeah, great handle. It's good. If you could ask every Democratic candidate one question, and they had to answer honestly, what would you ask? Like Harry Potter style, like under a spell, like they cannot lie. Oh, sure. Do you believe the president should have unilateral power to launch the U.S. nuclear arsenal? That's a good one. I can't believe that isn't an issue that's like at the front of everyone's. Any, it, it's shocking to me. I don't know what I would. Ask. I'm going to ask every uh, candidate when we have them on next year because mm-hmm. we're going to have all of them on next year for sure, no matter mm-hmm. what. Um, I want to ask everyone. Uh, if they plan on nationalizing The Simpsons seasons uh, three through nine, okay. Um, so you can t- you can go to thesimpsons.com and you see all the episodes from those seasons for free. Um, I think it's time, and I think it's important, and I think that we need to sure. get the truth, take action, and get the real the real opinions from all I, these candidates. I would like to know if they could get behind uh, doing away with daylight saving. Oh my god, I'm so over it. It's dark. So over it's dark it. at like three in the afternoon. Like, come the fuck on. But also, Robert's question. <laughs> I mean, I would ju- I would generally just 
be if it is just like a literal like you just have to say the truth i would like to know generally yeah. like how much do you believe what you say yeah that's like are like, you honest can we trust you Oh, that would that would be fun. That would be like, a real fun. And all of them say no. I mean, right? Yeah, like, like, do you actually believe what you're saying? Do you want to do this? Bernie would thing? say, Why? "Of course, I siphoned power." Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Why are you actually running for president? <laughs> yeah, uh, I brought my journal, so you can see it here. Also, uh, like. <laughs> How they lost their virginity? No, <laughs> but it might be telling. Yeah, oh, that would be. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need to know that. I mean, I don't want to know, but I bet it. Joe Biden's story involves a swimming pool. I bet it does. Also, I I do want to ask again if, pool. if we do uh, when we do all the the definite interviews we're going to do. Uh, I want to ask everybody uh, who they think killed Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, <laughs> sure. Solid. I think there was a question in there somewhere that asked. Uh, which candidate each of you would uh, have re- uh, would 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 in- coitus would have sex with? Yeah, would have coitus? relations. Yeah, oh, I was, like trying to. Say, are we going to answer and that? And then I was like, God, I respect Elizabeth Warren so much. I can't be. Bold I think it was here. a fuck Mary kill, right? Yeah. Oh, fuck Mary oh, kill. Yeah, but sure. I I have an alternate fuck Mary kill at, for you guys as well. So you can do fuck Mary kill with Democratic candidates, but I also have an on Daniel shaking his head because I've asked. Because I've I asked mean, everyone in the office this question for the last I think week and nobody will answer. The only candidate, I mean, I guess Castro, I imagine he might be a good lover. Tim Kaine across the board. He would. Tim Kaine. And Jesus. Jim Webb. Who? And the other guy. Who's the other guy? <laughs> the, the Jim Webb's the guy who bragged about killing someone during That's a the debate, one. right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Lincoln Chaffee. Uh, such yeah. a good moment. <laughs> I mean, Beto's... No, I no. wouldn't want to have sex no, with No, no. I think Castro would no. be the best. Beto only does not <laughs> Castro would be a really conscientious lover. I think he would like, be. You yeah, know, he would he, focus on you. He's yeah. got some moves in there. Yeah. Can I ask my disturbing I don't think yeah. Bernie Mary would Mary be a good lover. Sure, what's your <laughs> fuck, Mary kill question? Fuck, Mary kill. Mitch McConnell, Donald Trump, Mike Pence. <laughs> Go. Uh, awful. We can't, I know we, nobody. We can't I've tried to get Jack them, O'Brien huh? to answer this question all week. <laughs> you won't. Who are they? Okay, Mitch McConnell, Pence. Mitch McConnell. And, That's easy. and then who's the other one? Donald Trump. Easy. Who Go, then. Damn, okay. It's easy. You'd go. fuck Mike Pence. Fuck Mike Pence. I would uh, kill Donald Trump. And you'd marry? And Mitch yeah. McConnell. I mean, that's really the only right answer. It's the only right answer. It's a nauseating answer, and I don't accept yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, I mean I answer it wanna... differently and see how you feel. <laughs> answer it I any differently. Marry... I can't. Mike Pence, because nothing would make Mike Pence as unhappy as being in a homosexual marriage, and he would be legally gay if we were married. Yeah, that's, that's a really yeah. much better answer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like if you were to say, "Yeah, I'll fuck my- Mitch McConnell," I doubt that he could do it. So, oh, I bet Mitch McConnell <laughs> fucks. I bet Mitch. <laughs> I bet Mitch With McConnell weird so fucks. far on this wow. episode, Katie. Stoll. I don't know if he can. I think his little guys. He cannot. His little turtle tail. His little turtle tail I mean, shrunk I, back up inside mm-hmm. his body. It's, it's I think in it his depends world. how you define fuck, because I bet Mitch McConnell, I bet Mitch McConnell spends like the GDP of a small nation on prostitutes to shock his testicles with a cattle prod. Mm-hmm. Like, Probably. Yeah, yeah, it's not necessarily very like, discreet. It's not necessarily P yeah. and V. It's just relations yeah. of some. Do kind. we think he tries to use his uh, chin 
situation. I know he does. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that's an erogenous zone for McDonald's. Dan just for made sure. a face of <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I can't puking. move on from this question fast enough. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. My bad. Spent uh, a lot of time on it. All right, all right. At random bot underscore alpha, who is each of your favorite president? It's a really hard question. Nah, FDR, homie. That's a good answer. Yeah. I don't have a favorite president. I think they're all bad. Katie? You'll probably go with... I guess FDR. I don't know. (sighs) They all did terrible things, but FDR stopped the nation from sliding into fascism and, you know, had a huge role in defeating the Nazis, so... You know, the internment of the Japanese people was one of the great crimes of American history, but it wasn't like a genocide level crime. Uh, And he helped be a too slow halt to genocide. And I think his social policies and his economic reform policies were a large part of the reason the U.S. yeah didn't join the Nazis in fascism. Could have. Could have. Very came very close. I guess Nixon would be a close second. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all are yeah. big Nixon fans here. I think Harrison's the funniest president. Uh, yeah, he was. Well, no, which one got stuck in a bathtub? Was that Taft? <laughs> yeah, I think it was Who was Taft. the one yeah, yeah. that was had just a real dirty mouth? And there's all those recordings of him. Oh, like... talking about uh, he would uh, LB, he would take LBJ? shits during meetings. Oh, I think it's LBJ. <laughs> yeah, um, LBJ. So you he got pissed on a that. Secret Service agent. Yeah, he did. We really need Dan O'Brien mm-hmm. here for this question. I am. Um, well, I Dan like O'Brien Jimmy Carter's pissed soul. On a Secret Service agent too. I think he's got a sweet soul. He got a sweet. No, soul. I'm not going to. In terms this of like like a great job yeah. at being the president thing, but um, in terms of in terms of his. Qualities as a human. Yeah, yeah, in terms of like when you're like favorite president, yeah. like that's a good soul for that office. I wish um, I could say Obama. Yeah, the only president that I could like actually enjoy having a beer with and not just like want to scream at would would be Jimmy Carter because he did bad things as president, but he made as much amends as you can possibly make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, and you can sort of tell that like now. he's just like I gotta do what, I gotta do whatever I can. That was terrible. Yeah, Jimmy Carter. That was I'm so sorry. Really I, I, was. I, what was that? Jimmy wasn't Stewart? prepared. No, it was something. It was, bad. It was just bad. <laughs> Katie's the funniest. It's just person generic, ever generic, today. <laughs> generic Southern accent. Um. Okay. So the next one is from at Shenanigans. Nice job. Very nice. Who do you want each of? Who would you want to play each of you in the worst year ever movie and or HBO miniseries? <laughs> Carrie Russell. I mean. I feel like Ryan Reynolds for all three of us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I. It'll be his meet the clumps. I just think I actually, Carrie Russell and I have a similar profile when you see her in a brown wig mm-hmm. from the Americans. I mean, it's nuts. I've heard. Um, I tweeted the picture once and it's crazy. I'll show you, Sophie. You're looking at me doubtfully. No, I'm, I'm trying to picture it. I'll show me. I'll I've show heard, you. I've heard Sean Williams yeah. Scott for me. Who? I've heard, I've, People often tell me that Sean Williams. No, I get told no. Buffy the Cody, who plays Buffy plays... the Vampire Slayer. Is that actress? Name? All right, Sophie. Sarah I, Michelle I'm Gunn. sorry, but yeah. Cody, the only possible answer for you is the guy who plays Charlie Day and always. Sunny. I know. I know. Look, I know. All right, I Sophie. Avo- I was avoiding that. <laughs> Prepare <laughs> to have your mind completely blown. Oh, she's you. Yeah. yeah super or rather, like she wishes yeah. she was you. She wishes. It's really when she has um a brown wig on. 
going into to break, uh, we have a question for me for Anderson, and it's from at Timonic Wolf Wolf Wolfgar. Sorry, is there it's, a question mark in it? I I'm just really confused <laughs> over my pronunciation, and I'm really sorry because it's very nice of you to ask this question. And the question it says it says question for Sophie. What is Anderson's favorite treat? Uh, that's easy. It's uh, just food for dogs, pumpkin snacks. Okay. Mm. Very specific. Cool. All right. She likes Speaking pumpkins. of snacks and, you know. Things. Things. Other stuff. Yeah. Katie, would you, li- would you like to do some ads? Yeah. Some products? I would love that. Some services? More ads and products than services, but I could get behind some services. Yeah. Depending. Yeah. We're doing it now. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. And we have returned. At John Everson underscore D20 says, The New York Times sat down with Bernie last week and asked him about his support of the Sandistas, and he got very defensive in his past support of Ortega in the 80s. Is that much of a liability? Question mark? No. No, I don't think so. Uh, Whatever you're, and I, I'm not prepared to go into detail about the Sandinistas today, um, but uh, whatever you think about that, Americans don't give a shit about things that happen overseas unless there's immediately been an attack from some foreign group on mm-hmm. Americans, and then we care for roughly six weeks, tops. 
Um, so no, I don't, I don't see that having any real impact, just as I don't see Trump's abandonment of the Kurds in Syria having an impact on his electoral chances. Right. Americans just don't give yeah. a shit. This is something that would go it's in someone's ear and not the other. Yeah. You know? People will make a thing out of it, probably. They'll try to. Um, but I also, I, I haven't seen this one interview, but a lot of these positions and things, I think he'll slowly realize, too, that he just needs to briefly explain and like say, yeah. I was right. <laughs> um, because, I mean, he has been pretty consistent throughout uh, most of his time. And I think that as people bring these sort of little bits up, uh, a lot of them are actually pluses if taken the time to be explained. But um, I don't know. What do you think about this whole Jenk thing? Um, endorsement, unendorsement. Yeah, uh, that I feel like I might bring it up for one of the questions. I mean, it's it's if you knew any if you've known anything about Jank, um, it was a bad he was a bad one to endorse in yeah. the first place. Like, I think it is. I will say this. Uh, the shit he said was awful. Uh, it's also shit he said a very, very long time ago yeah. and has apologized for repeatedly. And every single candidate the Republicans run does worse things on a daily basis. Yeah, it's tough. Though. Um yeah, it's like I I I've never cared much about him. I don't like the Young Turks. Yeah. Um, I like Ken because uh, I, I like um uh uh what the fuck um you know what I'm who I'm talking about uh, Ken Clippenstein Ken Clippenstein he oh, does, he's he does great FOIA work um yeah yeah but um I don't I, I I've never watched them I think their name is horrible you shouldn't name your news network after a bunch of people who committed genocide um. But at the same time, I get that if you grew up uh, as like a Turkish American, uh, you probably would grow up hearing very different stories about right. that. And I understand that they've uh, like like Jenk and the others have all like admitted that they were wrong and misled about yeah, that sort of thing, which that. is like I was misled about shit as a young kid. So um, that yeah. said, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, what do you I don't know. I, I only ask if it's. Yeah. Because I see it sticking around, and that's also probably because our news media is likes to have a story about, not about Bernie climbing the polls, but about Bernie in some yeah. other capacity, and and it just seems to like keep popping up in my feed in different places. I'm like, blow over. Yeah, his, this isn't it's, worth it's it. It's uh, anti progressive bias. I do bias. think that he shouldn't have endorsed Jenk. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's for this little congrat. It's not little. It's but you know, it's one. I, I th he's going against uh, Cernovich too, right? I think. I think Cernovich is also running in that district. Um, but I think that the... the main I also think that's obnoxious, all these people coming from other areas to run in this district. Yeah, um, that's gross. Well, I think there, there's a question uh, about like sort of like liabilities and things uh, during the whatever campaign. And I think this is one of, not a li like a liability, but I think that the surrogate stuff is what people go after the most with him. Mm -hmm. Um, because, uh, I mean, I certainly didn't like when he endorsed that guy that was not pro-choice. Yeah. So, um, I mean, for me, that's a problematic, like erasure of like women's stuff in his, in, that seems to be consistent with Bernie as he's endorsing people. Um, I mean, but I think, I feel like didn't he, he went back on that and has yeah. evolved, but, but in general, I think that like, uh, you know, as they go into the, uh, his campaign is actually anti-Semitic, that kind of stuff. Oh, sure. Uh, the peep, some of the people around him will be the targets uh, mm -hmm. as opposed to him and what he does and says. Um, yeah. 
And it's like the degree to which like the most frustrating thing about this to me is the watching the mainstream media go after Jenk, who, again, is somebody I don't care for. Right. But like the New York Times coverage of like accusing him of agreeing with David Duke. Uh, oh, that was when, like if you listen to that was obs- that was like literally obscene yeah. um, as somebody who cares about journalism. Like he was he was clearly talking shit about Duke. He was like, was the entire no Duke says, I'm like, not a racist. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, sure you aren't. Of course, oh, yeah. Of like, course and they you were, aren't. Like, it, it was so clear. Well, it was after the, the entire interview of him saying, yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, yeah right, then there's that. And then but they, even they, that, they took it back clip. three days later. But it was infuriating. Them, yeah. But like, even um, that clip that gets shared is so clearly not. Yeah. Like, anyway. The, the, the question I have is without like, without, like saying, yeah, it's okay to say the things Jenk said. Like, also, I'm going to acknowledge I was a fucking 17 year old at some point, and we absolutely made gross rankings of the women that we knew yeah. because that's a gross thing that young men do sometimes, and it sh- it it just has happened. I, I'm going to guarantee most men, at least who grew up when I grew up, uh, did something similar. And like, what is the what is the line? Where do you right. like how how long does someone have had to have been perfect to be able to run? as a fucking Democrat, um, while we accept there are no standards on the other side right. whatsoever, and you can be a literal fascist who denies genocides. Like, yeah. what is what is the fucking line? Um, and again, I don't give a shit about the Young Turks or Jank, but like, I do give a shit about this idea that we're going to purity test ourselves out of being able to mm-hmm. run any fucking candidates. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At Lord Baruch <laughs> writes, what's your biggest misgiving about the candidate each of you is personally rooting for? Uh, I mean, with Bernie, it's his fucking age, man. That's not nothing. Like, yeah. he's, he's an old man, and shit can turn on a dime for your health. And for the things that I want him to do to happen, he needs to last. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I'm obviously like, I'm a Warren person. I'm also Bernie. I like Bernie. I would, and I would agree with you on that. That's a big thing for me with him is his age. Um, with Warren, I mean, we covered a lot of this on the Warren episode. Uh, the whole Native American thing. If she gets the nomination, I think it would be a nightmare. Um, also, yeah, I want to. I want to know that I can trust where she is on that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like what she says. I like who she is. I like a lot of the stuff that she's put out but yeah i is she does she believe it and with everything in her yeah. like you know uh is bernie she, uh, i don't question yeah. that he believes everything i like lauren warren i like her approach to things I, a lot of stuff yeah i'm repeating myself you guys get what, I, yeah. what i'm saying yeah it's like yeah how much is she uh gonna fight for the things mm-hmm. that yeah she says um i think for for my preferred candidate i think my issue is also the age like 37 is really really young yeah you know um but if if, like if if it was like maybe next maybe maybe 2024 i think Mm -hmm. pete's got it got 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 it locked in Mm -hmm. Um, that that, i know that was really hard for you to say because of the deep love that you bear for yeah Yeah, i i've hard to admit that it took me i'm (laughs) i'm glad that you spoke first because i was like what am i going to say about pete what like there's nothing wrong with him I was like, oh, I'll do the age thing, but flipped. So, phew. I yeah. wish listeners could have seen Cody's face, I, what he was saying. What he was saying. I, I, you know what? There's, I have another thing with, with Sanders, which is his, his support for Tulsi Gabbard. Um, I know Sanders is himself not like a blanket anti-interventionalist and has kind of a more nuanced view. Um, so he's not like a 
let Bashar al-Assad murder people kind of guy. Mm. But his support of Gabbard and that wing of the party really worries me. Mm-hmm. Um, I get why he's doing it. But like, and, and I guess that gets to like a broader issue I have with Sanders is like, I get why he's doing it. Um, but I think it's gross. Just like I get why he made the call to support the union workers making those chain guns to suppress revolutions in Latin America. Um, but I think it's gross. Yeah. I get why he supports the F-35, but I think it's gross. You know, he's a politician still. Yeah. At a real D255 writes, aside from your personal preference or preferences, is there anyone among the Democrat contenders you think has a reasonable chance of beating Trump? And if so, who and why? So besides, besides, uh, I guess so besides uh, Warren and Sanders, guys. And this could be people that have already dropped. I guess Biden has a reasonable chance for the reasons why they say he has a reasonable chance. Yeah, statistically, um, yes, he has it, a chance. It's so a good, a sizable one. Because it's like, some days I go, don't worry, it's not going to be that bad. <laughs> it's going to happen. But I think it's, <laughs> it's, it's hard to believe that anybody would vote for him again, but they will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There are very few people who I think, uh, if you imagine, they're speaking to him that can pull it off. Um, that's the one thing that, uh, like, I'm, again, I keep going back to the Pete well, but, like, imagine Pete and Donald Trump debating. Yeah. That's not going to be great. I mean, that's I can't, not uh, well. he's not going to show up um, No, he debate. won't. But, um, yeah. Klobuchar could, could, uh, could rally too, I think. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm I not. Wonder, part of me in... just wonders, though, like, you think? Does it, does a debate matter? I don't know. I, really, I just imagine like, they'll just have town it's about, halls. It's about emotional I just don't, yeah, satisfaction. I right. It's I don't not, think, it's not the, the debate necessarily. It's just like the it's, the, it's not the debate. It's the comparison. It's yeah. like seeing. Um, yeah. I think Katie's right. They'll be telling. I don't think Trump will debate. No, if he doesn't show up to a debate, they'll just. Yeah. Yeah, which is uh, great. Yeah, I think he will, depending on the candidate. But, so um, so follow up question is from Demain Lisa writes, how will any of you swallow the DNC nominee results and support a candidate you may not have voted for in the primary in order to get Trump out of office. That's an easy question. You vote for you. You, you do it. Um, yeah. no, but I've thought about yeah. this because it would be hard. Careful. Like if if Biden gets the nomination, I will be frustrated. Yes. Um, and it'll yeah. be difficult. Um, and here's something that I'm <laughs> I've said it a lot. I'm going to keep hammering it. I think we all need to focus on the Senate races and yes, yes. Uh, vulnerable House races as well but the senate and i intend on putting a lot of energy into that and i know that we all want to get amped about a candidate well let's get amped about a bunch of candidates um and and that is truly how i think that we um overcome our disappointment if we don't get the candidate that we want uh yeah yeah i agree you know, I voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016. I wasn't excited to. Yeah. I think she's yeah. a void of charisma. Uh, but I felt that life for my particularly transgender friends, mm-hmm. uh, my black friends, my Native American friends, uh, would be worse if Donald Trump was president than if Hillary Clinton was president. I felt that things internationally would be worse if Donald Trump was president than if Hillary Clinton was president. And they have gotten worse. Yep. Uh, so as much as I don't want to vote for Joseph Robinette Biden or Mm -hmm. Peter Paul Montgomery, Hansel, Sebastian Buttigieg, (laughs) um, I would 
I'm not excited about that, but I would. And yeah. you know, Katie's right. Although I, 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 a part of me has to wonder, like, is there really any chance if we don't win the presidency of flipping the Senate? I think there um, is. Um, I think, especially if you look at last year's midterm, and, and uh, totally is a lot of supposition here, but there was such a, and we talk about the blue wave, in the, the 2018 midterms, and there just wasn't, weren't that many Senate seats up. Like we didn't, we flipped a couple, we lost one or two. So it ended up kind of being a wash, however it worked out, but there weren't very many up. And I think that this year, if we focus on that, I think that we will be able to see, um, see some, some gains. I, and maybe that's me being naive and hopeful, but I, and I know that the Democrat, like it's much easier to win a house seat, a congressional district than it is to win a, a Senate race obviously sure. but i think that we do have a lot of momentum um and would be able to do that personally yeah we'll see yeah i got to th- i got to think that because it's yeah, going to we'll it's going to be a saving grace for me this year in terms of yeah. putting i think it also kind of depends on the candidate too absolutely and like and the how areas much down and, ballot there is and mm-hmm. also just mm-hmm. like if like i imagine also like if like let's say sanders wins the nomination uh i imagine there's going to be a lot of people who do not want to help him like they'll vote for him, obviously, but like their work will sort of be transferred over to the, the local stuff and the and Senate races instead of like. Well, same for people like us or me that I don't necessarily. No, exactly. Like you're right. Like if, if it's. I mean, I'm going to campaign. Like, I'm going to do what I can for the whoever is, is the presidential candidate. But I absolutely plan on focusing. And ideally both happens. But yeah. right. Uh, there's several questions about the theme song that are all generally. Who wrote it and who's singing and did it? what came first, the podcast or the well, song? You know, I think I'm the right one to answer this. <laughs> Mr. Bob Dylan. Uh, it was yeah. Mr. Bob Dylan. Um, and the, the guitar was actually played. Getty Lee. Um, yeah, normally a, a bass player, but uh, didn't, didn't, didn't do that this time. Uh, and it was actually all arranged uh, by, uh, I don't know any other musicians to name, i.e. the jokes run its course. It was Cody. <laughs> Cody did it Cody, all. Cody wrote it. Holy the actor. podcast came first, <laughs> then the idea for the theme song. Cody wrote it and recorded like a demo of it, and then we all mm-hmm. lent our voices to it. Beautifully, yeah. I might add. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I wrote like five, and I played them for Katie, and she was like, do that one. Yep. I was like, I expanded on it. Um, so the main vocal is me, and then when it gets the dumb, dumb, dumb chorus part, it's everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we might have video Again, of some of them. Beautifully, uh, it's beautiful, it's amazing. Um, I I did go erotic. back. We've got a video I, of I us. Would say Absolutely erotic. erotic. Yeah. yeah, we have a video of us doing it in the office, but. Um, I went over to Cody's and recorded it again because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I wasn't getting the tune right. Mm. Well, when and Cody comes really, in with that was very this fun. thing that we hear once and then you have to I mean, it's very it. specific. It's and like the melody goes kind of all over the place. Yes. It's specific, but it's random-ish. Um, so I hope that answers. It's mostly mandolin. Your question. So let's- we got it, like, you call, it, call it a mando, Cody. It's mostly Come mando. Um, at Boom Button, great name, mm-hmm. wrote, how long do you think the heads of the Republican Party have known they're funded by Russia? Uh, at least funded by Russia. I don't know. Like, I think that's taking it a step too yeah. far. I don't think the Russian government cares about Republicans winning. I think the Russian government cares about stoking political division in the United States uh, because it makes us a weaker player in the geopolitical stage. Um, I don't think they care who wins. I think if Donald Trump 
had been a leftist running on a left-wing policy but been as divisive and shitty as he is, they would have backed him because he was the candidate they could back and fuck shit up the most. That's a pretty yeah. fair assessment. Yep. Um, I yeah. would also say uh, <laughs> at least, uh, what, 2015 or 2016 when that audio of Paul Ryan talking about it? I forgot With Paul all those, Ryan was a person right? for like Where a they minute. were like, oh, you know, he's, fu- he's paid by Putin, right? And they laugh. Yeah. The Intercept got a hold of that audio. Anyway. It was fun. It's real fun. Everything's fun these days. I love, I like yeah. how fun. So fun. Nonlinear warfare is real good. Everything is so fun, 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 fun. Save that version for oh, 11 months from now, uplifting. 12 months mm-hmm. from now. That was uplifting everyone. Uh, at City in Action wrote, I'd like to know when and how you all started seriously getting into politics in a professional way. Oh, boy. Um, Again, huh? In a professional way. In a professional way. A couple years ago, I, I mean, guess. Yeah, a couple years ago. I, I've always <sighs> been in and out of uh, being into politics. I had I, I have a story of um, I was into it, uh, and I... You know, I went to college and I thought I was going to be a lawyer and um, I got was very involved in student government. And then I felt really shut down there. I felt like my voice wasn't heard. I felt disrespected as a woman. I felt and I, I really internalized that and I got uh, pretty shy about talking about politics. This is just a really abbreviated version of, of my story in the past, but I was always still interested in it. It was in me even from like high school. Um but then leading up to the 2016 election uh, and we started at Cracked doing more political stuff and I started doing videos where I could talk about things there and uh, you guys all were wonderful. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the people, I mean, it just, I got um, out of my head and I, I started to work through some of my fears about speaking publicly about uh, this stuff. So, um, you know, that's, I guess, 2015. 2014, I started feeling more comfortable. Yeah. Doctor, mm-hmm. Mr. Cody. Um. Yeah. I mean, uh, in a professional capacity, several years ago, um, I would write uh, columns that cracked every once in a while about political issues. Um, they were, I guess, more serious than my silly, silly stuff. Um. Yeah, I don't have that sort of transformation thing. Mm-hmm. It was always uh, like my political opinions haven't changed or anything. Um, really, I would say, um, I just talk about them more um, for people to listen to. Right, Roberto. Um. Yeah. You know, I always when I you know early in my adulthood, like, and for most of my career, all I wanted to do was like be a comedian. Um. And you know, I was very inspired by the people who were like a lot significantly older than me, like, you know, Jason Pargin, um, Mm -hmm. and the folks who were just a little bit older than me, like Cody and like, uh, like Dan O'Brien. Um, and so like, and then I, I did that and I like made it and made a good living entertaining people. And it started to feel, I guess, a little bit less exciting. And Mm -hmm. that kind of, at the same time, kind of by accident, the work I was doing at Cracked started drifting more and more into journalism um, until it was just doing journalism. Oh, just, I mean, you created that entire section of the website that was, I want to do yeah. journalism, so we're going to do this section of the website for journalism now. Right. 
Well, I mean, it was it was less it was not less about like serious journalism. Like the first article we did was an interview with like a guy who made swords about like mi- movie myths about medieval weaponry and stuff that like he knows are yeah. bullshit because he made. But swords. that was still so was like, like that it, process of like finding yeah. sources and doing interviews and like yeah. crafting that. It wasn't political though yeah, necessarily. Right, right, right. Um, that really like I think a big wake up call for me was 2014 and GamerGate and the realization that there were all these like shitty actors in the media who I think had wanted to do what we were doing, had like wanted to be successful entertainers and had failed because they weren't entertaining mm-hmm. and had chosen to get into right-wing politics Yep, and then started to impact the nation in a major way. It's a lot of them, yeah. And yeah, that realization of like, oh shit, I guess maybe maybe it, I should do more politics stuff. Right. Because right. Abandon the guys... thing that you did succeed at <laughs> to do the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 2014 so, was around my time too. I think with uh, Ferguson. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll you went down it. a yeah rabbit hole with that. Okay, uh, some rapid Anderson questions, and then uh, a final question. Mm. Cool. Uh, lots of lots of Anderson questions, and thank you. She appreciates it. Uh, someone wants to know what kind of dog Anderson is. A good dog. Um, Very good dog. Uh, the vet that she's a, she was a rescue, but the vet thinks that she's a corgi Australian Shepherd mix. But uh, okay. And then someone wrote, why is there not more Anderson content? Uh, labor laws. Yeah. Um, uh, will Anderson get any more outfits before the end of the year? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, what is Anderson's favorite machete sliced bread treat? Probably English muffins. Yeah. Um, and then thank you to everyone that said she's a good girl. She is. She's such a good she girl. Is. Okay. Last question. Ooh. Oh. Last question. At Thajamon. Mm-hmm. Cool. If Cody does enough time travel noises, could it be possible for all of us to go back to the 2016 election and try again? I would say God, there's only one way to find out. There's only one way to find yes, out. But I do want to warn you folks. It'll be nauseating. 2016 wasn't fun. No, it wasn't. Nobody had a good time. We really want to do this again? If we're going to do this, we got to make sure we have a plan. We can do it. Like, And how far back are we going to go? Are we going to go back to the announcement at Trump Tower? <laughs> I mean, is that the, the machine will decide that. The machine will see. That's what's scary. Yeah. You just activate we really the noise. Don't and the know what that it is so. Yeah, it's kind of like a like a like what was that one where the guy jumps into different people's bodies like that deal. Yeah, it's a quantum uh, leap sort of thing. You never know. Yeah, it's a quantum leap. You never know quite when it's going to be. Just before oh. twenty. You got a vague idea. You're like, here's the goal, and it's the machine it, it makes the decision for and like, you. Who goes yeah. back? Just Cody because. Well, then, are you what are you going to use your time wisely, Cody? No, no. So there we go. He's just going to get stuck on Twitter. And mm-hmm. I say we send Anderson back. Well, actually, she can do it. I'll miss her the entire time. She's a very good girl, <laughs> but that's a lot of responsibility for those young shoulders. Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't miss her. She'd be back instantly. Okay, cool, cool, cool. She'd just be older. She can be like Doctor Manhattan, living different times at the same time. That fell hard. Cool. Stop, Stop it! <laughs> I'm taking off my headphones. Uh, it's perfect. at worst your pod on everything. Stop. Please stop. I'm being perfect. serious. We'll s- <laughs> perfect. <laughs> we'll see you guys in 2020. Yes, thank you. We love you. This is... I, I had to stop. I had Jesus to grab Christ. his hand. You asked the question. It's I know, but I didn't unbearable. think you would do it for that long. Unbearable. Well. He needs to be cuffed to his chairs. Okay, all in favor of Cody not all. doing this noise ever again in 2020. I, I we'll see you all again too. in 2020. Damn, Daniel did not raise his hand. Anderson didn't either. 2020. Anderson happens. raised her paw. Mm-mm. She looked up. Yeah. What were you saying, we, Robert? We, it, 
we're, we're going to see, we'll see all of you back in 2020. Oh my God. Uh, that's so we're going to have a lot of exciting stuff for you. We're going to talk about yep. Pete Buttigieg, possible CIA agent. Mm-hmm. We're going to have our big special two-part episode uh, about what the furries yep. can teach us about surviving 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you wait through these last miserable worst year ever list days of the year, I want you to just close your eyes in moments when you're with your family or doing something equally unpleasant. And imagine the sound of a salami slapping a wet thigh. <laughs> think of Cody and think of time travel. Yeah, if you're missing us, if you're missing him, mm-hmm. you can always access that. Yeah, in your and heart. if that mm-hmm. sounds truly horrifying, you could just buy a summer sausage. They sell them at most of the holiday markets and get your thigh wet and just start the slapping. Holiday markets. I'm what in the world just is get wrong? To slapping. Unbearable. Yeah. Now, if you don't want to do, do that, because that sounds. Horrible. There are cute pictures of my dog on the internet. And mine. And all of mine. And yes. And oh, wait, somebody wanted to know the name of your cat, Robert. I'm sorry. What's your cat's name? Her name name is Raja, and she's a very good girl. There we go. If you want to see pictures of cute animals on the internet, do that. Don't do what Robert just told you to do because holy crap, that sounds awful. Anyways. But if you want to, again, big summer sausage, wet inner thigh, just start slapping. Can we? Is it over? Yep. Play us our theme song out of here, Daniel. I tried. Yes. Daniel? Lovely. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.